Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I'm your host, Justin Lamb. This is episode 59. It's the last episode before the new year. I'm joined by uh, my friend from across the country, also from across the pond, depending on how you look at it, Lindsay Green. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. I wasn't sure if you were going to introduce me as Squee. Squee, because you're always, you know, pounding beers with PJ and working out. <laughs> I can't believe that my name was stolen. That was amazing. Yeah. It was very random. I got I got a few texts from people. The name Squee became famous for a day. Yeah. I mean, lots of good jokes come out of it. I think I, my favorite thing was Kent on uh, Facebook. <laughs> a lot of Squee references. <laughs> well, in the fact that we used to sing it was like Matt Damon, and then Matt Damon did the SNL skit, like yeah. he was saying, it was really just a combination of uh, all things coming together nicely. So many things. Um, well, hey, thanks for joining me today to no drink beer. Are you going to be drinking on your end? You know, I wasn't going to because it's like one thirty, <laughs> and tomorrow is New Year's Eve, and I have to save myself. Nonsense. But I do have, I, all I have is Hill Garden, which doesn't sound very exciting, but. That's actually. If you, uh, don't, if, if you don't want to drink alone, I could definitely <laughs> open it. <laughs> I drink best when I drink alone, I'll have you know. <laughs> is it me, though, or does Hill Garden sound like a vagina? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's got a combo of words in there that suggests <laughs> that. I guess it's not hose garden. That would be a little different. No, it's a hoe garden, which is a vagina. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I have I a, I have a gigantic beer here. Uh, actually, I'm doing some quick math. Why don't they just say 750 milliliters? Because that's the size of the bottle. One pint, 9.4, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> that's how big the <laughs> bottle is. I'll get into it in a second. It'll take a little break, and then uh, I'll tell you about this beer I'm about to drink, because it's gigantic. Jerry, 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 come to my house. Play games and meet my family. Jerry, Jerry, are you hungry? My mom will make you his mom. Please together, we'll eat. Well, today I am drinking uh, Sierra Nevada beer, but it's a special edition called Trip in the Woods. It is one of the barrel-aged series. This is a mouthful, but this is what it is. It is uh, maple scotch. Well, it's, that's what it's called. Tri- Trip in the Woods maple scotch. And it's a scotch-style ale brewed with maple syrup and aged in bourbon barrels. There's a lot happening there. That is a lot. That's going to be a lot to drink. I think you're supposed to share that with somebody. You know what? I don't, I don't need your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing that this comes with like a champagne top. So I just had to untwist uh, the little metal ties and that's got a cork. So it's a little dangerous. There we Pop go. That bottle. It's very new Year's appropriate. Yeah, I see. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> And I what, wish I could share that with you long distance. I wish you could too. In the future, we'll have yeah. that technology. Yes. <laughs> but well, uh, we were talking about, before we started recording here, we were talking about New Year's Eve plans. And uh, I considered doing a Y2K episode where we talk about 1999 and the panic that went around with it. But yeah. I opted out of that. Uh, but you're going to a techno party tonight <laughs> or tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't. I don't think it's tech. It's a concept. Um, it. I. But it's a concept people I don't know. I don't think it's sort of. I don't really know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know that I'm going to the city. We're not going there until like ten or eleven o'clock at night. And some of the people I'm going with. So they have a thing called Breakfast and Champions, where it's a morning after party that people go to. Nice. So some of the people I'm going with are gonna just stay up all night and then go to the party the next morning oh, I, I always thought i was 24. younger than you but i guess <laughs> i guess you're 24 <laughs> i live in a little place called neverland and uh, the people there are family 24 i will probably be home in bed by two o'clock tomorrow if i'm lucky I hope to be watching yeah. Taylor Swift's special on Netflix tomorrow at that time. <laughs> and last year with the same people, I think we we're all like fully asleep by 12.30, so That's what we'll I'm see. talking about. Yeah, well, hey, but, best of luck to you. Yeah, I probably need it. I finally got this beer open, so I'm going to try it. And How is it? I, I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... Definitely not drinking a whole bottle of that by yourself, are you? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have a choice. Uh, <laughs> but no, What's so it's alcohol? a 9.8. Oh, that's not that well. It's not, I mean, it's not terrible. I had a couple shorts beers that were 15% each, and I didn't think about it, and they were like the last beer I had of the night, which was a fucking disaster. Um, <laughs> but no, this is because it's a scotch ale, so you have the kind of scotch taste on it, but then it's aged in bourbon barrels, and then you have the bourbon taste, so it's like a... It's like brown liquor in a beer form, if that makes any sense. It actually sounds really good. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or not. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Have a few of it'll get better. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's... It is heavy. Remarkably heavy, considering it's not a stout, but it's... Yeah, it's heavy. It's uh, And it's like... It's more clear than I thought it would be, too. It's like a light brown clear. I don't know, but it's delicious. You can only get them, and they're, they're stupid expensive. So if you find them in a liquor store, just I don't know, steal them. I don't know what to tell you. They're they cost too much money. Um, it doesn't sound like it's worth it from your initial reaction. <laughs> well, it's it's. I guess I'm a little disappointed because I got this. Uh, God, I don't know. Almost six months ago now, it's been sitting in my yeah. fridge because. Uh, I went through my, my stint of medication, meaning I couldn't drink for like six months. Oh, yeah. You're off that now? Yeah. So I started stockpiling beers, and this is one of the ones I was excited to try. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I'll keep drinking it. I'll let you know at the end of the does episode it, if does, I like it more. Does beer need to breathe the way that wine does or no? Not in my experience. Okay. So but that could just be because I'm impatient. Um <laughs> Like, <laughs> the same, that could go either way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to. How's your hoe garden? <laughs> it's good, but the problem with drinking beer during this is I'm going to keep me to burp. I've already belched one. <laughs> that's, see, that's the British coming out of you, right? So, Silence of the Lambs, or I'm sorry, The Silence of the Lambs. Um, Is it The Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. 
See? Mind blown. Yeah, already. <laughs> Didn't take much. <laughs> it really does. Uh, no, that, but that's... Yeah, I didn't know it was The Silence of the Lambs. Um, hey, when was the last time you watched this movie? Um, I watched it about three months ago. I have terrible... I never know what... I moved to a city that doesn't have any different days that are different weather. You lose track of time. <laughs> so when I say three months ago, it would have been March 2018. But I don't think it was that long ago that I watched it. Um, it is free on my something right now. I don't think it's on Netflix, but I remember thinking I wanted to watch it. And then it's a lot longer than I remember it being as well. Yeah, uh, I watched it Friday. Today's Sunday. I watched it Friday. And yeah, I was going to rewatch it for this, and then I was like, but it was really long, and it was only like three months ago that you watched it. Yeah, I haven't seen it like since like probably high school. I probably watched it with everyone we hung out with last. I'm sure some night Derek was like, let's watch Sounds of the Lambs, and everyone's like, okay. I just imagine that happened, because it's, <laughs> it's such like a remember, huge I movie. I remember that he would do an impression of it all the time, and I think that Michelle Curry lent me of the book but i don't actually remember watching it together but i've seen it so many times if it's on i'll watch it that's funny so this is like one of your go-to movies if it's on oh yeah interesting yeah. have you talked to anybody about that <laughs> <laughs> i used to watch requiem for a dream while doing my homework oh so my I god <laughs> that movie's intense yeah it's, i like a dark intense background apparently god i'm like uh put on high fidelity or dazed and confused or something you're like i like that movie that's uh, about a drug trip that makes you feel like you're doing drugs while you're watching it it's <laughs> really dark depressing people's lives being ruined <laughs> good times <laughs> um so silence of the lambs yeah it was i forgot first of all how young jodie foster was in this because she was i think we looked it up and she was like 28 when they shot it Oh, really? And she, yeah, she looks like such a little kid. She'd have to be, because she's young. She's just a new FBI recruit, so she'd have to be young. Yeah. I just, it's just crazy to think about her that young, because even it's in the 90s. It's horrible now when I watch anything, and everybody is younger than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really makes you feel accomplished, doesn't it? Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I was, watching, I was watching something, and we had to look up the age of everybody, because it was like a movie where when you're children, like, the parents in Home Alone are definitely younger than us our age type thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's, yeah, it does. It's definitely vomit-worthy. Um, <laughs> but the 90s hair and style really ages people in a way that <laughs> it's hard to believe yeah. that they could be older. Or younger. Yeah, the high school students in the 90s. I mean, people on Saved by the Bell look older than we do now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Um, yeah. This is just coming under the wire for 90s, though, because it's, what, 91? Yeah, 91. Um, Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins, Scott Glenn, who I couldn't immediately pinpoint what I know him from. He played Jack Crawford in the movie. Uh, what do you know him from? I don't know. I don't know oh, what don't I know. know. <laughs> I, could, I could the spend more. The same way that the guy that plays uh, the guy that plays Chilton, like the bad guy at the, at the yeah, movie. he's been in a bunch of stuff. I know. He's well, a that's bad guy. so. That's I the funny know. thing about this movie, right? Like all these, and 
I was I was kind of blown away because, like I said, I haven't seen this movie in, I mean, at least fifteen years. But we all the <laughs> well, all the actors, like all the background actors, like the the little one line characters, uh, security guards at places, they're all those same actors that even today you see in all of the movies. Like they're always playing these little bit parts. Uh, they're all super familiar and it's just crazy how many of them were in silence of the lambs. And then I wondered like, were they doing this 20 years before that? And now they're doing it 30 years after that still like, who are these fucking people? Um, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, like, like Brooke Smith, the, the chick in the pit. (laughs) Chicken, chicken, the pit. I can't remember yeah. her character's name. The chicken, the pit. Catherine. Catherine. Um, but she, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in Weeds. She was in. Uh, she's in that show Ray Donovan, which I started watching and never finished. I did too. I had to do the same thing with that. Yeah, uh, but she. No, she's in stuff with her hair is really recognizable. She's big. That, that bitch in her hair. Um, yeah, she's been a bunch of stuff. Ted Levine, I don't know. The guy who plays James Gum. He is in, you do know him. He's in, he's in a bunch of stuff. But you wouldn't recognize him. Well, yeah, because I mean, when is he ever going to be recognized as he was in this movie? Well, he's always creepy. You would know him. I'm going to have to look it up, what he's been in. Looking he is. it up. Looking it up. Looking it he's up. He's one of those guys, too. Yeah, as you were saying, though, this came out in 1991. It had a $19 million budget and made $272 million at the box office. So it really was a shit bomb. Did terrible. Um Based on the novel, so you read the book, right? You have you read all the books because you're a book person. I have read all the books. I definitely read them after I'd seen the movie. Okay, because I yeah, I mean, I barely read like Calvin and Hobbes, let alone novels. Uh, thank God for audiobooks. Um, <laughs> it's it's a sad truth. Um, he is also in Ray Donovan, right? Ray Donovan, Ray Donovan. Pennsylvania is in Ray Donovan. Yeah, he was in Heat. He was in Flubber, everyone's favorite Robin Williams movie. Um, He was in The Alienist. That's what I last saw him in, which was a TV series about murdering people. Oh, I remember him in Wild Wild West, too. I haven't seen Wild Wild West. Well, don't. I mean, if you want, I guess, but don't. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not making time for that. Yeah, it's... uh, it's entertaining in a Hollywood spent a bunch of money so we could watch this sort of way, but it's not a good movie. Um, anywho. <laughs> well, I read the books after I'd already seen the movie. My first memory of this movie is that my mom gave me like an oral rendition of it. Like I think I've been too young to watch it, but she had watched it on television and I really liked it. So she told me the whole thing. That's and interesting. And so then when I did... Yeah, but she claims that never happened. But I don't know. I wouldn't invent that. There's a lot of things she claims never happened. Um, <laughs> because I remember her explaining the night vision part at the end and me not really understanding. Yeah. And then watching it and having it was like a it was like an audio book that my mom had read to me. 
because then when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is what she was explaining. I like that there's the there's the mom adaptation, the regular movie, and then the novel. Not in the, in that order, I guess. That's the order you... <laughs> that's the order that I experienced. She did that with another film, but I can't think what it was. Yeah, it's quite, my mom's retelling of a movie is kind of my best way to experience it. <laughs> oh my God, I want, to, I, want, I want you to put together some audio collection of that. <laughs> Your mom can start a podcast and just do movie like, reviews. You should, she should. Just recap. Mom's <laughs> recap of the movie. Does your mom still have a pretty strong accent? Yeah. Okay. They don't sound like me. Then definitely, yeah. definitely have her do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would subscribe to that. Um, so, okay, as someone that read the novel, do you, I mean, I don't know if you remember or not, but are there any big differences between the movie and the novel? Like, is there big stuff they left out or... Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea because I read the novel so long ago. I think that Jack Crawford and her relationship is a completely different kind of thing because I think it's much more of a focal point in the novel than it is in the movie. Okay. Because he's in the other book. Like, he comes from Red Dragon having been, like, stabbed, I think. Oh, I forget Red Dragon was before this. So wait, what number book is this in the series? Two. Okay. I think. Because they didn't shoot. Red Dragon was like the last thing they made, right? And it was terrible. Wasn't it terrible? No, I mean, it has a thought I kind of love Red Dragon. It's not as bad as what they did was they remade Hannibal, the third book. And that was terrible. But then didn't they do Red Dragon after they did Hannibal? No. No? I don't think so. I thought they did them in a really weird order. Um, I guess starting with the second one is a weird order in itself. Right, right. But. So I, my understanding is that Red Dragon's the first one, and that's about Jack Crawford. And then he already has that existing relationship with Hannibal. And so he then uses like her as a proxy to go and talk to him. So that relationship is different. But I think the actual story of him going and the whole Jane Dominus is the exact same as in the book. Um, so they talked about, I'm just wondering if this was in the book. Um, they were going to do flashback sequences in Montana to, you know, her running away and stealing the lamb and all that crap. Um, right. And then the, the story goes as told on IMDb. Um, <laughs> After filming the dialogue between Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins, uh, the director realized it would be pointless to cut away from their performances and said, I guess we aren't going to Montana. So I guess they had that budgeted in and then they were like, nope, these two are too good of actors. We're not going to do anything but just let them talk. Um, well, an Isla thing that was saying that uh, Jonathan Demme, the director, was the first time that, like, you know how it's just full-on space shots of them when they're talking? Yeah as opposed to, like, over-the-shoulder or any... It's just straight face-to-face-to-face. Yeah. That, I guess, hadn't been done before. Oh, interesting. And he was the first person to do it, and it adds, like, a whole different thing that blew people's minds in the movie back at that time. So, I guess, to cut away from the suspense of him doing that between her and Hannibal. Well, yeah, I mean, on the the same note of the direction, um, that was one of five Oscars they won which only has been yeah. done by two other movies. I think To Kill a Mockingbird was one, 
and some other movie from like 1934. And this was the third movie that has ever done that and got five. They got Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Anthony Hopkins, Best Actress for Jodie Foster, and then Best Adapted Screenplay, which is crazy. Like that's a uh, that's yeah. more than Modern Family wipes up at a at a Grammy Award or Emmy or whatever the hell they're called. I don't know what award shows are called, Lindsay. I don't think anyone does anymore, but supposedly they have. Oh, my wife does. I get yelled at. So I'll be like, oh, I think they won a Grammy. She's like, yeah, did they make a CD? Are they a band? Did they win a Grammy? And I go, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, don't but know. comedians win Grammys and shit, too. Yeah, but that's because they do, like, comedy albums. Right. Well, maybe Modern Family did a comedy album. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would to, I would listen to that. I would listen to Al Bundy talk for a while. Um, is he on that show? Oh, I guess. Yeah, he's he's the only actor whose name I I guess I don't know his name. I was about to say whose name I know, but I called him Al Bundy, so I guess <laughs> I don't know anybody's name on that show. Um, so sorry about that. I'm busy Asked. watching uh, dark things rather than Modern Family. Clearly, yeah, Silence of the Lambs was on, so she had to <laughs> turn it off. Um, what else we got here? I don't know. Oh, some good quotes. So that's another, this is another movie. And I guess it's with all big like blockbuster movies, especially when you go back like now and watch some of these and not just like Silence of the Lambs, but like some other things like Goodfellas or uh, Godfather. Um, Not to, I don't want to just name mafia movies, but they, (laughs) they use little like scenes and quotes from these movies that you would never remember or think of from those movies. And then when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, um, I mean, obviously, the popular one that everyone does know is it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> uh, I completely forgot about the scene where he tucks his dick in between his legs and dances. And dances around yeah. for that song, yeah. Forgot about that scene, so that was a joyous surprise when that happened. <laughs> I guess this movie got a bunch of backlash. I looked something up this morning on the Wikipedia rather than IMDb. Uh from like gay groups because Buffalo Bill was seen as like being gay or transsexual yeah. and so people were really like upset about it which That's I remember but I think back then you didn't really see representations of them in movies unless they were freaks quote well unquote. I mean <laughs> he was but he I was a serial killer so <laughs> well right but that's what I'm saying it's like you know I wouldn't I didn't think of his serial killerness having anything to do with him being a gay guy. Yeah. And I, I read, uh, I don't know where I read it, but I read somewhere that, uh, he really, what's his name? Ted Levine really wanted to do the little dance scene cause it's in the book. Um, but they were originally not going to shoot it, but he wanted to do it because he thought it like helped define his character. Sure, sure, Ted Levine. <laughs> He's like, look, guys, you should see me with my dick tucked between my legs. We got to put this in the movie. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that, <laughs> what, the, what the case was. But, yeah, I read that was, like, his idea to, to do that because it was in the book. Um, and they shot it, and then they left it in there. And then his, like, super creepy little beer talk. Where he's, oh, you, I want, you want to fuck me? I want to fuck me. That sort of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. He like, doesn't have any eyebrows, I feel like. Yeah, that sounds about right. He looks, yeah, he looks really, 
Yeah. I think you take eyebrows off anybody and they look super creepy. It's, it's a very easy way of making someone <laughs> look like a psycho. I photoshopped eyebrows off a picture of me once and I didn't like it very much. <laughs> no. It's never an improvement. <laughs> uh, other quote. Game uh, Dumb. Also, yes. best serial killer name ever. James, James Gum. Yeah, just removing the S of the name James makes it. Can you imagine if you met someone like, my name's James? <laughs> Hi, James, is that short for Jamie? <laughs> uh, Did your parents drop the pen when they were writing the S on your name? So, James. did you know the little thing I wrote on there about the how he's based off those three real-life serial killers? Yes, I did. Of course I know did. a lot about serial killers, because that's, yeah, my attraction to this movie is that. But I also took a serial killer's class in, high, in college. Yeah, you were big into psychology. <laughs> I remember this. I think we first yeah. met in a psychology class where you were like a TA or something. Oh, in Miss Lamarose? Yeah. I think I was just in that class. Uh, you I think that's where I met most people. That's why Kent and I got in our first fight over the pencil that you lent me. Yeah, we were all like, who's this British chick that's sitting in our psych class? <laughs> and the, um. the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, what am I doing in this psych class? Yeah, I loved that class. I took away so much from that class and then I took I did some psychology classes in college and like like most people that have done that, I constantly use that to analyze people and tell them how to fix their problems, even though I'm probably way <laughs> off base. <laughs> I love it. See, I don't feel like I learned anything that would actually help me help people. I can definitely work out who's oh, the I don't know if I... <laughs> well, I have bad news Do for you. Do they have eyebrows? <laughs> Do they have eyebrows? No eyebrows? Probably serial killer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I don't want to say her full name, but I'll just say Ellen from high school, who I may or may not have dated for a short period of time. <laughs> She uh, she shaved her eyebrows after high school, so she's probably a serial killer. <laughs> Just saying. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as you as long as you even draw them back on, it's fine. Oh it's well, then never mind. With, <laughs> yeah, that's a different problem. Um, the people that just don't have them at all. Well, for the people that aren't as cool as you that don't know, <laughs> James Gum. Oh yeah, sorry. That's fine. His combination you want of. Want me to name them without looking? Oh my god, yes! And tell me why. Okay. <laughs> tell me Ed what Gann, aspect. Ed he skinned people. Yeah. So Ed Gann, do, I mean, do you want me to get into like gross stuff? I actually know. I'm fine. Ed Gann would have lamps with women's skin made as a lampshade. Okay. And he also had a nipple belt that was just a bunch of nipples made into a belt. Wow. I feel <laughs> like you could buy that at Hot Topic these days. I mean, maybe pig nipples. Yeah, not not real people nipples. <laughs> In a couple of years, it'll be real people nipples. Yeah. Um, organically farmed. <laughs> of course. Of course, we're not savages. Um, Locally sourced. <laughs> Locally sourced nipple belt. Grass-fed. Um, uh, that would be an urban outfit as though, not Yes, that's correct. <laughs> All right, who else? Uh, um, Ted Bundy. Because Ted Bundy would enjoy acting injured and alluring people places. Because he was a cutie pie. 
What a cutie. He'd be like, oh, help me. And I'd be like, I'll help you. Help you um, die. And then I don't know the third one. Oh, utter disappointment. Oh. I mean, he was a nobody. He was a nobody. <laughs> he, he worked was, his uh, whole life to be a successful known serial killer. And I know about serial killers and I don't even remember him. You know what's funny? The third guy, uh, before I tell you his name, I will tell you this. He is thought to have killed over 90 women. He wasn't caught till 2001. He caught... Okay, okay, hold on. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, how is it based on him if he wasn't caught until 2001? Because I I don't know if they knew his name when they used but he like, they already knew they had a serial killer on their hands. Um, Got it. And what else? Oh, he pled guilty to 46 counts of aggravated first degree murder. So, okay, so he's kind of a big deal. His name is Gary Heidnick. Heidnick? Heidnick? I should probably know that. Rihanna would be really upset at me for not remembering that. Sorry, Rihanna. Rihanna also knows all about serial killers. Didn't you remember his name? I'll make you a t-shirt. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Gary. Uh, weird shirt. Weird remember shirt choice. His name. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> uh, and speaking of creepy serial killers, what was his what? What was what what was what part of his animal? Oh, was right. The, he the uh, he kept women kidnapped in a pit in his basement. Well, who didn't? I feel like that. Who didn't? Who didn't have a pit in their basement (laughs) they threw people into? That's a stretch. Um, I feel like he used a knife. (laughs) I'm just mad because I didn't know who it was. Well, get to Googling, Squee. Uh, He's he's no Ted Bundy. He's he's no Ted Bundy. That Ted Bundy was quite a looker. You know, there just haven't been any other movies based on him. Yeah, someone needs to make the Gary Heidnick movie. Does he have a does he have a nickname? Does he have a Facebook page? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't Should know. Should I have like BTK? Like I probably wouldn't know who BTK's real name is. Uh, you got your Ted Bundy's who would just go by their original name. Yeah, I thought you weren't supposed to go by your name unless it was three names. Or is that just that's I know. Or is that uh that's assassins? No no no, that's serial killers too. That's why they all have three names. Except Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, that's not one. Nope. <laughs> Lindsay Squee Green. That's one. Lindsay Squee Green. There, um, now you now you know my middle name. I, mean, I want to say William H. Macy, but who do I mean? Who's the clown guy? William H. Macy. <laughs> 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 really We're just accusing celebrities of being serial killers. Do you uh, know who I mean, though? Uh... Oh, he has John, three names. No. He dressed like a clown. John yes, Gacy? Yes, John, John Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy. Not William H. Macy. It rhymes <laughs> in my defense. It rhymes. <laughs> that is fair. It does rhyme. Um, <laughs> okay, then I died. I died. I didn't die. I lied. Um, this is not... Who did I read about that was caught in 2001? Okay, well, this is... That's not was who Gary Heidnick was. Uh he was caught and died by lethal injection in 99. Six oh. kidnapped, two killed. Okay, well, I don't know 
who I was thinking Two of. Two can I get technical for a second? Doesn't even count as a serial killer. Yeah, I'm a... Uh, I don't know who I was talking about. You have to kill four people with a cooling off period between them to be a serial killer. It's four? Four is the number? Is that what you said? Four? Four locations during the same episode of the spree killing, and four at separate times with a cooling off period in between a serial killing. Define a cooling off period. So, if you spree it, like if I go to like, kill my neighbor right now and then go downstairs and like the cops are coming and I kill them and stuff, like that's not serial killing. Killing someone and then spending three months thinking about doing it again and then going and killing someone again, that's serious. Okay, that's fair. Now I'm real, I, now I really want to know who I read about that they caught later. Like cooling off where you're just like, that was good, I feel better. And then it's each kill back, I guess. Like Dexter. Dexter has cooling off theories. Oh, good old Dexter. I like that Everyone's show so much. I know. It was ridiculous, but it was very good. And then I didn't even realize, did you watch the show Chuck? Say it again, Chuck? Yeah, Chuck. Chuck, no. Okay. He worked at like a store called the Buy More, which was actually like a Best Buy. And uh, he was... I don't know, not worth explaining, but the... <laughs> Did he murder people? No, but the other blood tech in Dexter's office, the Asian guy. Uh, yep, yep, yep. He was in Chuck, and me and my wife uh, both forgot about that. And then we were watching it, and we were like, hey, that guy! <laughs> He's that guy. I'll tell you something funny is that I flew home from Florida on whatever day, basically nothing during this period between Christmas and New Year's, and... I watched an episode of Boss Burgers, and it was a spoof Silence of the Lambs episode, which I thought was very fitting. I have never seen an episode of that show. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's very watchable. It's calming. It's a good hangover show. I think you're feeling really hungover and vulnerable after New Year's Eve. You can watch Boss Burgers. Bob's bigger, Bob's Beegers. <laughs> Can't talk. If you, if you wake up in the night after horrifying nightmares because you've fallen asleep to If you spend a lot of your time researching serial killers for fun and then wake up from horrible nightmares, it's important to yep. watch Bob's Burgers. Because <laughs> you live alone. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tie Bob's Burgers back into the Silence of the Lambs. Well, this episode was a Silence of the Lambs episode, and I was like, oh, what, what are the chances? The Bob's Burgers one? Yeah, so it was like a spoof. Like, one of the kids was going to a girl's oh. house to try to find out who'd done a crime, and the girl had braces that were supposed to be, like, Hannibal Lecter. That's funny. Yeah, that was weird. When are we going to talk about cannibalism? When do you want to talk about cannibalism? <laughs> a census taker oh, once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Do you know what else is funny? Is that when 
I first saw this movie and people started quoting it, I didn't understand what a census taker was. I didn't know what a farmer bee was, and I didn't know what JNT was. Like yeah. that entire sentence was just nonsense. Wait, you? Oh, a census. <laughs> I was like, what was the first word you didn't know? Um, yeah, I don't. I still. You know what? I still don't know what a fucking fava bean is. I assume it's just a bean of some sort. Um, and yeah, then, they're nice. They're good. They're good beans. Are they? You have a lot of fava beans yeah. in your life. Uh, like go to foodie places, you'll find a fava bean. Do you? Uh, do you eat them with human liver? I don't eat any kind of liver, human or otherwise. So. Uh, Tell me about cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just find it interesting. It's, it's not that many people eat their victims of serial killers. Also, I saw a fascinating documentary about the cannibal cop. Have you seen that? So I just want to talk to you about it all the time. So there was a guy in New York who was an NYPD police officer, and he was on all these, like, I guess, those cannibal fetish websites. It's an HBO documentary. Anyway. I love that that exists, first of all. Like, I'm all about free speech on the internet, but do we need a cannibal fetish website? So this is the whole thing. So he, he's writing on these things about eating people, specifically his wife and this girl that he used to date, and he ended up in jail for it. But he didn't actually eat anybody. Oh, so you know what? I might have at least seen yeah. a trailer for this, if not watched it. It's a very fascinating documentary because it keeps you the whole time it's got that sort of swinging thing where one minute you're like he shouldn't be in jail and then they start reading the stuff and he's like buying spices or something for eating people and you're like well maybe you should be in jail <laughs> like should we wait till you eat somebody that's yeah that's uh that's interesting and disturbing <laughs> um <laughs> So, like, I to again. She's really <laughs> So Hannibal the Cannibal. Um, I, there's. I want to mention a couple things on this little sheet. Mm -hmm. First thing is that Anthony Hopkins, like I said, won the Best Actor Oscar. He only was on screen for 24 minutes and 52 seconds. With commercials out of that, that's like as long as a Bob's Burgers episode. Yep. That's insane. I mean, to win that effect. I mean, he definitely feels like he's in that movie a lot more than he is. Yeah, that's because his eyes are super creepy, and then he does that weird fucking thing with his mouth. He does a lot yeah. of things <laughs> with that. With his voice, with Every his mouth. Every time he's on screen, yeah. you're like, what is happening? His eyes, so and he just, he just real creepy. Mm -hmm. He's kind of the original Dexter, though. Because he seemingly only kills bad people. Do you think the census taker was a bad person? <laughs> well, he tried to test him. <laughs> Does the census taker have eyebrows? No, I don't know. I guess maybe the maybe he doesn't only eat bad people. But at the end, he's seemingly going to go and eat children, and he seems like a dick. So he is definitely a dick. He's played a dick like member of authority in every role I can imagine him in. I know. I wonder if he's really nice as a person, or he's kind of like that. He's actually a, a cannibal. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> or he just plays on the internet in chat rooms. <laughs> Even worse. Still go to jail for it, apparently. Um, <laughs> maybe I would for that. Maybe he's not. Because Dexter would only kill other serial killers, right? So maybe I'm wrong. 
Yeah. Uh, now I kind of want to watch Dexter. We, I think at one point I rewatched the first season of Dexter. It's just like, uh, it's difficult to watch stuff where you know how everything's going to go, you know? I know. I know. It's hard to... But then actually when I sit down to watch stuff, I've forgotten so much of what's happened in things that I rarely regret rewatching something. Yeah. Yeah, we watched uh, the first season of Dexter after like we finished the entire series. We went rewatched the first season. Now, like I forgot his brother was a part of it. <laughs> There's like, huge well, things. I got so mad because I I got Showtime spoiled Dexter for me. So it was in much later seasons. Can I spoil it on this podcast? How old has it been? Uh, it's old enough. If you don't know Dexter. Spoiler alert. Yeah, time. spoiler so, alert. Fast forward. They, it was coming in the next season, like I was a season behind. And they showed in that, you know how sometimes Showtime will show like lots of different clips of their different shows coming up? Yeah. They showed the clip of Deborah finding out that Dexter was killing people. Oh, yeah, that's a spoiler. In the stupid, <laughs> like why would you put, of all the shots that you could put in the up, why would you spoil that for people that hadn't seen it yet? I'm so mad. So you but saw I never the, paid for Showtime, so I guess yeah. they got me. But that's that was how they did it. They're like, we know what you're doing. <laughs> Here, you don't want to pay for our service? We're gonna fuck over your viewing. <laughs> Showtime's a vicious, vicious company. I mean, that was good. That was a good eight years ago, and I was still really bitter about it. So. Let's see if I pay for you now, Showtime. Yeah, fuck you guys, Showtime. But that was like the biggest thing that happened in that show was her finding that out. Yeah. Yeah. Has she been in anything since? Uh, you know, I, I saw... Like has, but I can't think what. I saw She'll one movie she was in uh, right after that, and it was a horror movie, and it was terrible. Like, I went and saw it in oh. theaters because I would, like, was super into Dexter at the time, and... I was like, oh, yeah, Deb and something else. I'll go see that. Terrible, terrible, terrible movie. She's like a reporter in this haunted apartment complex. It's really fucking stupid. Um, it sounds great, though. It's so bad. Uh, and then she's married to one of the Ava brothers. Huh. Do you know who the Ava brothers are? No. They're just... Uh, it they play music. They're a couple brothers that play like folky type music. Wasn't well, she dating Dexter or like Michael C. Hall during the show though? Yeah. And then they, really they weren't together out. like the last season, but that's, yeah, that's got to make for some really weird on set chemistry. Like not only are you guys playing brother and sister and then, you know, bone and once the camera stop, but right. <laughs> it's uh then they break up. So now they're broken up. And that's got to be awkward. Plus, keep playing brother and sister. I don't know. That's... I mean, don't take people at work. <laughs> don't bring your work home. Don't bring your don't 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 sex the serial killers. Um, <laughs> it's all in the guide. You got to read before you get hired. Uh, so, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins' voice and sounds. Sorry, back to. I just, I'm going to mention two other things and then I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Cause I thought this was like perfect and spot on, but he was asked about the voice he used for Hannibal Lecter and he described it as a combination of Truman Capote, Capote, Capote. Why do I, why can't I say that? Uh, Capote. Thank you. 
and Catherine Hepburn. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what that is. <laughs> That's like exactly what that sounds like. And then yeah, that little slurping noise he does. Yeah. That slurping noise he does was improvised and is still like one of the creepiest things he does in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, for being such a, like, they're still making Bob Burgers episodes now that, like, people wouldn't even realize the Sons of the Lambs, and he was only on for, like, 22 minutes. Yeah. It's crazy stuff, man. But then, I mean, it also spun, that character spun off into the Hannibal movie, which you said is terrible, but, I mean, eating Ray Liotta's head, pretty crazy. Uh that was the way this, but well, then they made the TV series Hannibal. Yeah, that and that did really well, didn't it? It critically it did, but it got canceled. It should never have been on network television. Yeah, because it was way too weird. Like my parents weren't going to watch that. Yeah, I had some friends that were into that. weird stuff. It should have been on HBO. Yeah, there's a lot of shows that get fucked over like that by being on networks. There should be on right, HBO. and then they like swap. It's funny how they're all swapping between now. But when you don't have to have, like, that shouldn't have been limited by the amount of episodes it had to have, like, the length of time. And if Netflix had made it, and I feel like Netflix was thinking about taking it over, then I think it would have been really successful because it was just not something that you watch after Scrubs or Chuck or What's on after Scrubs? The Cannibal Show. <laughs> I wasn't a lot of cannibalism in that either, I don't think. That's like one of those just ridiculous TV previews. Like, tune in Thursday night where Zach Braff's a goofy doctor and then cannibals. Hannibal the right. serial killer eats. Right after Zach Braff's goofy, cannibal. Right. <laughs> the mood of it. Like, nothing would happen for whole episode. It was just like... Antlers, the, a shadow of antlers on a wall for ages. <laughs> like it. But it was good. It was. It was just, yeah. It wasn't at the time. Anything, the time. anything with a serial killer gets Lindsay's motor running. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> the dating pool is a dangerous game if you're into serial killers. <laughs> I don't know if I like this guy because he's good for me or because he might want to murder me. <laughs> Either way, I'm into it. I mean, I <laughs> that's a whole other subject, people. Uh, like, <laughs> so many serial killers are married and have children. Yeah, that's a lot to juggle. Well, because I just, you always, I mean, I guess look at Dexter. Look at Dexter. But you always kind of assume that they're going to be like Jane Gum in the basement doing the tuck. Yeah. And really, instead, they're not. They're out and about. No, yeah. Like that's that's a, the, typically. That's marriage nurses, apparently. Well, because the serial killing is the release, right? Like, so they can so they can live their normal life. They have to, you know, once in a while, brutally kill people. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I guess that's that's what my husband's been doing in the basement the whole time. <laughs> I thought he was into model trains. I'm real confused. <laughs> He's more exciting now, but the neighbors look at me funny. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's weird. I feel like you would have to know, but guess not. You heard it here first, guys. Put it on your Match.com profile. Let me know if you're a serial killer. <laughs> and then, uh, all right. 
I'm gonna take take one last break here. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm almost done with this beer. <laughs> oh, the whole thing. I probably have. I probably have ten ounces left. So I probably had no. I've so I've probably only had like a pint. I have about a third of my whole garden left. So your twelve ounce whole garden. My twelve ounce whole garden. I've got three ounces left. I thought you were British. This is just embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> I already need to pee. Oh, perfect. Does <laughs> <laughs> the beer grow on you? Does what? Who grow on what? Did the beer get better? Um. So here's what I'm I'm realizing is I've been drinking so many stouts lately that the barrel aged part of it I expected it to be like heavy flavor with like a hint of bourbon and right. i haven't had a scotch style ale in a long time but this reminds me of uh there's a brewery here rochester mills brewery and they make a beer called soul snatcher which is a barrel aged scotch style ale just like this and this tastes exactly like that except this one or that one is 13 percent alcohol so it's a little That's higher it's a little much, but yeah, no, this is a... Soul is an appropriate name for this podcast. <laughs> it takes your soul. Turns it into a serial um, killer. Well, you've certainly drunk enough of it fast enough. You must like it. Oh, no. When you're an alcoholic, that doesn't mean anything. You just drink it fast. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no correlation. <laughs> yeah, you know, there you go. If you ever were wondering if I was an alcoholic or not... I still have my almost full Costco bottle of tequila, <laughs> Kirkland brand. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess, I guess I'm in the clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the test I use. As long as I'm not drinking straight vodka out of the bottle, we don't have a problem, right? No, one of the greatest things ever is when I built a bar in my basement, I, uh, I stocked it with liquor to like mix, make whatever mixed drinks. And I'm not like a liquor drinker. I like scotch, but that's about it. Um, so I just have all this liquor like readily available. So then if anyone comes over, I can feel like a real adult and be like, oh, let me make you a Tom Collins. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll Unlike Google how to make a Tom Collins. Unlike when you couldn't keep a bottle in the house because constantly we'd all just drink it. <laughs> or be like, oh, let me get you a Bud Light. We can split it. It's the only one in the house and neither of us get paid for four more days. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the good old days. Those are the good old days. Yeah. Oh, let me get you some uh, sour apple pucker. It's all I could steal from my parents' house. <laughs> I remember <laughs> drinking sour apple pucker out of Rihanna's trunk before going into the teen club that so we could get into at 18. Oh, goodness. I remember Oops. drinking tequila and Mountain Dew out of a Subway cup in your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> And sounds about right. That was the first time I ever got drunk and it was, uh, it's the reason that I could never order a Mountain Dew at a subway ever again. The first time I ever got drunk was at my parents' house. Yeah. When all of us were over there and That's you scandalous. and uh, <laughs> scandalous. Well, yeah. They never hear this. 
So you think that uh, not at Derek's house? I feel like we we only went to my parents' house that one time that Chad got in the dryer. Yeah, your parents were like gone for the weekend, so I think we were there both nights. And uh, the f- I think it was the first night is when we all drank. Like we all went to Subway, used because it's an advantage of friends working at Subway, I guess. You uh, yep, use the fountain pot machine, fans. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we filled it. I think everyone was drinking tequila. I think it's the only liquor we had. And then you and Michelle were doing <laughs> other things that I'm not going to speak of. Um, <laughs> that sounds like we had some kind of weird. <laughs> I'd like That's to keep it that way. It was. <laughs> I like people's <laughs> assumptions. Let's just leave that. that it's legal in California now. It's legal in Michigan. Oh, well, yeah. See, so fine. Yeah, it's legal, <laughs> and give it, give it another year or two. It'll be legal. F- I don't federally. think that we were doing that then. But I also wouldn't have said that we we're all drinking tequila at my parents' house either. Oh, Michelle's got drawings. <laughs> She's got drawings yeah. of all of it. Um, yeah. It was Derek's house. I remember us all drinking at all the time. Or yeah. being at all the time. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. real drunk at Derek's basement. Once I got the taste of the sauce, <laughs> there's no turning back. Um, yeah, good times. Good memories. <laughs> yeah. And strange pictures. I have, for whatever reason, I have a slew of, this is, people always want to hear personal stories that they can't relate to. But I have a, <laughs> I have a slew of pictures from your house from that weekend and they're all, I mean, it was probably just the camera I was using because what, what digital camera was I using in what? 2001, <laughs> 2000. Um, yeah. Well, I think we were in high school with a, yeah, I guess we've been in high school. I guess it would have been 2000 then. Yeah. And, uh, Everything's blue, like everything's blue tinted. Every picture I took is blue tinted. Truly was there at one point, and then she left. Oh man, I kind of remember this now, but I feel like Truly left because we were all drinking. <laughs> that sounds like Truly. No offense, yeah. Truly, love you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. My brother's bedroom was very blue, and the room downstairs, where my parents had a TV, was very blue too. Oh, all so the pictures be, I think were in that TV room. Maybe it's just yeah, the light hitting it's the blue. Not that. It's just yeah, and I think they might have blue lights. <laughs> <laughs> they were on a lot of drugs back then. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, uh, I thought the Chad had broke my parents' dryer, and I was real angry about it. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been drinking. Um, I don't know. Chad I don't went. Him. When did he start drinking? Because I remember him not drinking and being really like, I'm not drinking. Well, I remember he came back from Chicago and was like, hey, listen to all the drugs I tried. I was like, what? You've been gone for six months. (laughs) (laughs) This has to be before that, though, because we went to, we would have had the flat by late 2000. Oh, yeah. So so we would not be drinking at my parents' house if we had the flat. Yeah, it would have been, it was probably the winter of 2000 if i had to guess like winter of 2000 meaning like january through march maybe but i would have been at grand valley then like i'd already left for college i think it would have been spring of 2000 when did you leave for college august of 2000 yeah that's what i'm saying january to march like of 2000 oh 
that winter. I yeah. thought you meant like the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, that's why I felt like I should specify because winter doesn't start no, no, no. till like the end of December anyway. So. Oh, you mean like technical winter? <laughs> like okay. technical winter, We're not Michigan like winter that starts winter. in October. <laughs> <laughs> like isn't it winter all the time? <laughs> no, okay, you're right. Yeah, we're on the same track. It must have been then. Because. But do you want to know something weird that I thought about asking to listening to you and Michelle uh, and Derek's podcast? Yes. Rain 3 didn't come out until April of 2000. What? That can't be right. Right? That doesn't make it. And I looked up Scream 2 and it comes to Scream 2. Scream 2 came out like, in 98, right? Or 97? The second one? Yeah. Yeah. But Scream 3 couldn't have come out April 2000. Well, I mean, if you looked that's it up and that's the release date, then I guess that's when it came out. But that doesn't... that crazy to me um but that can't that doesn't make any sense in our timeline of life that has to be wrong yeah there's you know that's what we talked about on that podcast episode too there's a timeline issue with with all of that because as i think scream three was just like an event where everyone was there i don't think it was a starting event because there's like i didn't start dating Brittany and we didn't like meet ryan and then that's when we all started hanging out. Like, that shit was happening. I don't know. High school is a yeah, weird but time. But it, <laughs> it was, but it had to be. I have to rehash that part already. But it had to be. It kind of was when, because I thought everybody was already hanging out. Because I was new on the scene. And I remember that Kent was there. And we went to PK Salon. <laughs> PK Salon. We went to Scream. Okay, so... The movie might be the part of it that's wrong. But there was a night where we all went out, we went to the train tracks, and we went to PK Salon, and it was the first time that that group of people had hung out like that. This is like an 80s teen movie you're describing. (laughs) I know. But I remember, I didn't get home until four in the morning. And the reason that I know it had to be really soon after I moved is because my parents didn't know about stuff like setting a curfew. So everyone else was in trouble. And my parents were like, what time did you get home? And I was like, 4 a.m. And I was like, well, we didn't set a time, but that's inappropriate. So now we're going to set a time. <laughs> that's amazing. So it must have been early after I got there. Then maybe we all as a group went to see Scream 3 as like an anniversary of that or something. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to dig a little deeper into this. <laughs> I don't... Because uh, Ryan didn't arrive till late. Ryan didn't exist when i arrived he came after yeah exactly and there's a yeah i don't know i really don't know and the problem is michelle has all this documented better than anyone because she drew like fucking stick figure drawings of everything that ever happened in her life well and i don't yeah so i'm gonna look at my notebooks and journals and i'm gonna see if i can figure out something because none of it makes any (laughs) sense it's not like we need to write an origin story i mean i feel like at this point we have to there's too many conflicting (laughs) stories we have to figure it out it's gonna be like community where it all turns out that we got frozen yogurt together and that was a reference that nobody will get but me um i was gonna say spoiler alert i did start watching community oh do you love it I mean, I do, but it has it has commercials in it because I'm watching it on Hulu, and it's not long enough to have commercials in it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, like when you I'm going to go ahead and, and say the same thing to you that I say to everyone else. Uh, spend the three bucks and get commercial-free Hulu because 
it's a it's a life changer, Squee. It's a life changer. Similar to how I don't pay Showtime any money, <laughs> it's not my Hulu that I'm using. Got it. <laughs> they came dangerously close to spending the three bucks, and then they couldn't work out how to do it, so they stopped. But maybe one day they will. You should just send them three dollars, and then have them That's do the upgrade. Yeah. Well, they use my so it's a sharing economy, and they use my Comcast to watch football. Yeah. So. Is this is this Kent? <laughs> it's just, no, it's not Kent. <laughs> okay, because he uses my Comcast to watch football. <laughs> I just love everybody. I have it's like a pay it forward thing where I use other people's and they use mine, and it's all shared. That's very funny. Um, well, on that note, find out where Silence of the Lambs is streaming and go watch it. Uh, <laughs> and. I want to say thank you to Squeeve for pounding beers and lifting weights with PJ. Uh, he did a great job there. Always. Um, but yeah, hey, thanks for thanks for doing this. It's always good talking to you. Anytime, and happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody! This is uh, what it's December thirtieth, so New Year's Eve tomorrow, and then twenty nineteen. My new format is just going to be, uh, I'm just going to hit record after six beers and just see what happens. That's not right. Um, (laughs) it's going to be drunk history too. (laughs) I'll tell you what, uh, Erica's a history major and I think we could pull that show off if we wanted to. We should do it. You know what you should do instead is have people drink six beers and then have my mom explain movies. (laughs) I'm telling you, you seriously need to get your mom to do like a a movie review podcast where she just recaps entire movies. <laughs> She's quite good at it. I would, uh, I would for sure listen to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for calling in and thanks for bringing your hoe garden to this hoe garden and <laughs> Sierra Nevada trip in the woods, maple scotch barrel aged beer. There's a lot of words on the front of this bottle. Uh, you can't miss it. It's the size of a wine bottle. And, and the price of one, too. Yeah, and no, it's, I mean, depending on what your wine is. This was, <laughs> I think it was $25 for the bottle. That's a decent bottle of wine. Yeah, that's a real decent bottle of beer, apparently. Beer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, but yeah, and that's that's it. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. This is 59th episode most of them have obviously have been in this year and every month there's more listeners than the month before hoping by february we're gonna have advertisers so you guys can hate it a little more that's right And my parents were delighted But all I didn't say Father boasted about me To all his friends at work And my mother always told me I was a little girl It was a sunny day in September When they said goodbye to me We're going to Jamaica And we will be gone a week now don't forget your homework And to feed the cat We'll leave you with an number You can call us where we're at To the phone and I called up and say I'm all done. There's a turn out and just all back to set a ball with a bummer like a minute shot. So my marriage is the apple, the body was one thunder. Twelve was the rich and then it turned a bow.
checked his pockets, the tickets were not found. My parents got to the park and I turned the car around. Back on the freeway, my mom was really mad. At least her daughter won't miss us, we won't make her for sad. I wonder what she's doing now, maybe studying for a test. Or laying on her bed, trying to get her beauty right.